Hello and welcome to 13 Degrees from Crazy, a podcast where we talk about this insane thing that we like to call life. My name is Jenna and I'm joined today by my always incredible co-host, Mac. And guys, do we have a treat for you today on our second episode? I'm sure most of you guys are probably familiar with Vogue 70 Questions, where they take all the biggest celebrities through their giant mansions and they answer a bunch of questions. Um, We're not really going to do that because we don't have mansions and we aren't celebrities, but we are going to be answering questions with your favorite podcast hosts, Jenna and Mac. But before we dig into that, we have a new segment because, you know, it's the second week of a podcast, so got to bring in a new segment. And this is Jenna's Nerdy Pop Culture Corner. And guys, listen, this week is big because this week we are talking about a show that I am slightly embarrassed to admit that I watch a lot, and it is The Bachelor. I got super into The Bachelorette last season and decided to just keep watching The Bachelor and everything. But um, yeah, this was a big week for The Bachelor, guys. And there are going to be spoilers, so if you don't want to hear spoilers for the uh, week's episode of Bachelor, skip ahead like a minute or so. But I just, I gotta talk about this, guys, because Victoria is gone. And I have, I literally tweeted that I had never been happier to see a contestant go home than when Victoria had gone home. For those of you who don't know, she had this whole persona this season of being Victoria, like the queen, like that was what she said every time anyone had a camera on her and she was the worst she was so toxic she was a giant bully she was just she's so horrible and oh and finally this week our bachelor matt james sent her home along with uh anna who was also pretty toxic so now i think we're down to like only two girls in the house who are still pretty toxic but I don't think they're anywhere as near as bad as uh, Victoria. But still, it's going to be a big week next week, too, because it looks like the other toxic people in the house might go home as well. So let's hope. Also, my other little part for this pop culture corner this week is one of the one-on-one dates on The Bachelor this week was this amazing date where the girl got to go and just try on all of these designer dresses and, like, got designer shoes and, like, just had this whole shopping spree and, like, runway show. And let me tell you, if that's not my dream date, I don't know what is. Because she came back to, like, the The Bachelor mansion with just like 25 bags of designer clothes. And I want that. I really do. And I think everyone's kind of agreed that that is the best date this season. But yeah, that is all for our pop culture corner this week. I promise to bring things that are not The Bachelor on future episodes. But listen, I just had to talk about it this week. So yeah, with that... 
are going to get into the actual topic of our episode, which, like I said, is questions with Jenna and Mac. Mac, how are you feeling about this episode? I'm pretty excited. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I feel like it's going to be really interesting for us because while we do know each other fairly well, I feel like some of these answers might surprise each other. Yeah, I feel like, you know, some of these questions, like, you wouldn't really think to ask. It's kind of like, ooh, you know, you know, you know. All right. Question number one. If you had to pack up and move to another country tomorrow, where would you go? Um, like move, move, like. Like move, move, like your life is now there. Um, I don't know. I feel like New Zealand's really cool. I don't know a lot about like the actual government there. Um, maybe just. Canada? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I've never thought about, like, the only times I've thought about, like, moving to a new country is when I'm, like, LOL, F college. I'm just going to become, like, a sheep herder. <laughs> Literally me. Nowhere. Yeah. So I, I'm not really sure. But, yeah, I guess, like, probably, probably just Canada, if I'm going to be honest. I know it's boring, but... Canada's cool. I like Canada. I've never been there, but I like Canada <laughs> from what I've heard of it. Um, I honestly, and this is going to be a super, probably an expected answer. Um, I would probably move to France. Yep. Uh, specifically Paris. Because I love the history. I love the art. I love the fashion. Um, and I also love bread and cheese. So, you know, they kind of got everything I like. Also, I really like big cities. And Paris is just huge. Yeah. Like, you know, just, just classic hopeless romantic me wanting to move to Paris. Also... I tried to learn French, and I I know, like, a little bit of French, but not a bunch. So, like, I feel like I'd be willing to, like, learn the language if I moved there and everything. And, like, actually dedicate myself to learning it. Also, I just think French is just a beautiful, beautiful language. Yours was such a better answer than me. Oh, not Canada. <laughs> I don't know. Also, this is like side note. Mm -hmm. Also, would look at moving to Edinburgh, Scotland. Pourquoi? Mm -hmm. Why? Uh, I again, I love. The, I'm a big history nerd. I don't think a lot of people know this, but I'm a big history nerd. So I love the history behind Edinburgh and just like the architecture and like, oh, it's just it's it's stunning. I would love to live there. Like the accents, oh yes. <laughs> I love me some Scottish accents, not gonna lie. <laughs> All right. Tis fair, tis fair. Also, like, it's just like I love rain. 
like it's always like kind of rainy there and like just like the rolling green hills like it's just it's uh, yeah beautiful beautiful places okay right. well <laughs> <laughs> um i'll ask you a question uh this is my favorite question to ask anyone because i feel like you can tell a lot about a person depending on how they answer um if you were to be reincarnated into anything like what would you want to be reincarnated as hang mac <laughs> Okay. Just gotta hit us with the really super existential question. Well, it's not um, existential. With in your next life, what do you want to be? I don't feel like that's existential. I feel like that's a pretty straightforward. I don't uh, know. I like. Uh, I'm like trying to think of things that I like. <laughs> um, uh. Hmm. I, oh, I know what I'm going to go as. I would say, I think they're like, is it the Luna Moth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would reincarnate as, as one of those. Because I think they're just like, very cute and like, very elegant. Which is like, weird to describe a moth as. But like, I don't know. I just think there's something about them that like, kind of draws me towards them. I feel like that's fair. Okay, okay. Um, I think for me, if I were to be reincarnated as anything, I want to be reincarnated as a magpie in London. Ooh. I just hey, feel like okay. <laughs> being a little goblin bird just sounds like the peak life for me. I'm not going to lie. I feel like, so the reason why I say like you could tell a lot about a person if they say like what they say as is... Um, I feel like there's a distinct difference between people who say they want to be, like, an animal in their next life, a plant in their next life, and a fucking person in their next life. I'm sorry. If you're going to be reincarnated as a person in your next life, you're probably a cishet man. <laughs> like, am I, I wrong? You're not. I thought about that, but I'm... But I was... I don't know. I just, like, I feel like... There's so much more. No, like, I don't know. It's a very interesting question. And I just, I went with just like a cute little moth because I just, I think they're beautiful. And yeah. 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 Okay. We're taking a hard left on this next question. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mac. What is one conspiracy theory you actually believe? conspiracy theory yes um like atlantis bermuda triangle area 51 why do i, I like know. not know a lot of conspiracy like i do but i don't but i don't know why they're not like coming into my brain I, does does the theory well, I guess that's like a time theory, though. I don't know if that counts. I believe in the theory that there are um, multiple, if not infinite, uh, alternate realities. <gasps> that multiverse? We can, yeah, I believe in like the yes. multiverse theory. Like, for okay. sure. Like, because time is like on a string on in, in like in the shape of a loop. 
like time technically speaking is not like linear it is um happening all at once we just experience it linearly if that makes sense um yeah and so I, be I believe that like potentially like other creatures could experience time like much different than us um and that like i feel like every decision that has ever been consciously or unconsciously made um has created uh, another alternate universe where you make a, a different decision. So I believe in like the multiverse, like several different alternative. I guess uh, that's like also kind of like the butterfly effect, I guess. That like yeah. one action leads to another, which leads to another, which leads to another. But there's like different pathways that you have before you that you can take. I guess that's what, I guess that's a conspiracy theory I believe in. Spend a that's, lot of time thinking about. I actually agree with that. I I do think. I do think the multiverse theory is. I don't know. I I do think that there are signs of it existing. Like, I don't know for sure if I fully believe in it, but I do think it could. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I get what you mean. Um, it's funny because, like, this is my own question and I should have an answer for this. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I'm thinking of, like, conspiracy theories. So I think I will say that I, be I believe that there was at one point in time the civilization of Atlantis. But I don't believe that it is a current civilization. Like, I don't believe there's a city underwater with people living and breathing underwater. Because, you know, um, I just I don't believe that. But I do think it was at one point a city. And I do think there are probably ruins out there. I don't know where I stand on, like, the technology aspect of it, but, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting question. And, like, I feel like conspiracy theories is, like, a weird thing because I, like, differentiate conspiracy theories from, like, other things. Like, if you ask me about, like, um... Egyptian curses and stuff, I do believe in some of those, but I don't put them in the same category as conspiracy theories, if that makes sense. Yeah, you kind of believe in, like, the fact that potentially there is an underwater city or, like, an ancient city that was, like, essentially buried under the sea. Um... But you don't think it's technically like the Atlantis that everyone is imagining. Yeah, like I don't believe that it's a current city where people are thriving underwater with technology and all that kind of stuff. I just believe that there was at one point that civilization. Right, right, right. I get what you're saying. Cool. Good thing that made sense. I wasn't sure if that was going to make sense or not. <laughs> Um, okay. What would be your perfect day? Plan it out from waking up to bedtime. Um, oh my god. Okay. Um, 
these are like really making me think my goodness um i think my perfect day would be waking up early and like traveling like probably somewhere in california or just somewhere and like going to the beach or just seeing the sights of the city and then like going for like a nice relaxing meal at lunchtime where i can just like spend time with like family or friends and talking with them and everything and then go do some more sightseeing and then like just have like a nice big dinner with like all the people that are important in my life and like have just a bunch of dark chocolate and then like just watch like curl up that night and watch all my favorite movies and i think that would be like my perfect day that's that's really that's really wholesome (laughs) (laughs) i think my perfect day this is gonna be so cringe but my perfect day would be like waking up whenever i wanted to um which usually means noon i won't lie not having any classes <laughs> not having any classes that day like a weekend um getting together with like a few friends and either like going out uh to eat like either getting like ice cream or we're like going to go and try like a new place so we're going to go eat there and then, I don't know, maybe go, like, a little bit of shopping, like, thrift shopping. And then go back to my place and then just uh, enjoy each other's company. Maybe play, like, <laughs> so cringy, play a little bit of d and I think, would be really fun. And then just, I don't know, crash. I feel like that's really that's boring, so but I feel cute. like that's like my ideal day i'm not gonna lie that's so cute though i love that that's wow look at us two wholesome ladies (laughs) two wholesome gals (laughs) wholesome women that's what they call us they see us in the street and they go wholesome women and we said yes yes that is us tis us the wholesome ladies tis tis us tis us tis us (laughs) All right, if you had to curate the soundtrack to your life, what songs would be on there? I, see, here's the thing. I think I live a very boring life. Um, like, very uninteresting. Nothing really exciting ever happens, I'm not going to lie. So, like, making a soundtrack, like, just dedicated to my life, I feel like, would be so fucking lame. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like all songs there, like they dramatize a lot. Like I'm not currently in a relationship, so there wouldn't be any love songs. I'm not also I'm like also not currently like crushing on anyone. So no love songs. Hey, me neither. (laughs) Um (laughs) I don't know. Like, does the soundtrack have to like lyrically mean to like a lot to me or could it just be like songs that i listen to like on the daily because if it's just like songs that i just listen to because like technically speaking i'm always listening to music like it's very rare for me not to be listening to something um so if it's just like 
that, then I could literally pull up like the most recent songs I've been listening to. I've been listening to, let's see, let's see, let's see. I was listening to some Hosier last night. I think I was listening to In the Woods somewhere. Oh my, yes. A work song, In a Week, Wasteland Baby, Like Real People Do in Sunlight. Was listening to Dancing After Death. Um, loved by oh fuck, Fiend, F E I N. Um, school rooftop slowed down version, featuring <laughs> W M D. Oh, I don't know how to say this name. Zokega. Oh God, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get dragged. And I was listening to oh. Igor, like the Igor album by Tyler, the creator. But I don't feel like any of those songs like actually mean anything to me. Like, I don't not, not, not that they don't mean anything, but I don't feel like they're significant <laughs> to like who I am as a person in my life. Huh. That's, that's interesting. I don't feel like I have like a very good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There would be a movie ever made about my life. Therefore, I would not have a soundtrack. I'm going to make a movie about your life. That Just. Fucking no one would go. That'd be so fucking boring, dude. I'm I not even, I, I'm I, even trying to be like shitting on myself and like being like, feel bad for me. Like I'm genuinely being serious. Like I just, I don't do anything. I would buy all of the tickets. Every single day that it showed. And then. Very when it won an Oscar. When I set my mind to something. I'm gonna accomplish it. For me, I'm like I'm like the opposite of you. I'm like the songs that I listen to usually have to do with what's going on in my life. Um, so like as of this present moment in time, I think the playlist of my life would be would have a "The Man" by Taylor Swift. Um, let me see. I'm like, I'm looking for my playlist right now. Uh, Rare by Selena Gomez. Uh, Greenlight by Lord. Oh, uh, I love Lord. This is actually like a lot of pressure. Um, Rivers and Roads by The Head and the Heart. Also, I don't know if it would necessarily fit into my life exactly, but Marjorie by Taylor Swift has been on repeat a lot along with champagne problems yeah and i think topping it off with one more taylor swift song because you know love taylor swift um this is why we can't have nice things and yeah i think that's pretty much it yeah i mean it does feel like your vibe (laughs) max like i don't know half of these taylor swift songs yeah i i don't know any new taylor swift song i listened to list one and i don't even remember the title i only listened to it because my friend was like i'm obsessed with this song and i was like all right and i if it's like really new i can guarantee it was most likely champagne problems it wasn't i i can tell you for a fact it wasn't it was bon bon iver exile exile you listen to exile i I love oh and the one (laughs) i'm gonna add one more song into my playlist because i just remembered it um Gold Rush by Taylor Swift. Mm. 
I love that song so listen back you need to listen to champagne problems I <laughs> please you know what's funny is I just like added a song to my playlist called shampoo bottles by peach pit so for a second I thought that was the song that you were referring to and then you were like by Taylor Swift and I was like wait what shampoo bottles Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be anything like champagne problems. Probably not. <sighs> okay. Okay. Wait, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot what I was doing. I was like, hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. So, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is very hard because I like yeah. food a lot. Like I, what are what are the parameters of this? Is it like one specific meal, or is it one like specific item of food that I could make into different things? Ooh, um, are we making our own like not lore? What is this? Our own rules <laughs> for this? Um, I just like there are, there are two different answers depending on the parameters. Right, because you could be like, oh, I'll I'll just eat soup for the rest of my life and then it's like what kind of soup and you'd be like ah fuck um no i'm gonna say i'm gonna say to keep things interesting like one like specific food potatoes potatoes you can do anything with potatoes okay but like how how would you have them like if you had to have them in like a style potatoes Definitely. Sweet. What? Did you say sweet potatoes? No, I said baked potatoes. Oh. Okay. I feel like it's valid. I, I just I just love potatoes, man. <laughs> I feel like I could go with anything. You know, honestly, it used to be sushi. Like this one specific Ugh. roll that's at fuck you. Did not need that in. <laughs> not need that input. <laughs> I feel like our audience deserved to know that I don't like sushi. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like our audience needs to know that you're a terrible person. You know, keep it <laughs> wow. honest so they don't get surprised later on. That's true. I, I just gotta hit them with all my unpopular opinions true. right now. True. Um... It used to be, like, a specific, like, sushi roll at, like, this one restaurant that's by my house. But, uh, like, reasonably thinking, it has salmon in it. And if you eat too much, like, salmon or just, I think, fish in general, um, you can get, like, mercury poisoning. Um, yep. Not that I want to live for a long time. But I feel like mercury ah. poisoning <laughs> would be, like, a pretty shit way to go. I'm not going to lie. Like, that kind of sounds terrible. Just the word poisoning in and of itself sounds like a horrific Um, So probably soup. I'm a big soup person, if you haven't noticed. Like, in college, every time we would go to the, the dining hall, I would just get soup. Every single time. Literally every, every time. time. Probably Italian wedding soup, too. I don't, maybe not. Maybe, maybe more like a, some sort of, like, beef stew. With some like potatoes and carrots and some other greens and beef and like Why a nice has like broth. Podcast 
become like 25% Mac just talks about soup. Because <laughs> I fucking love soup with all my goddamn heart. Soup is just the peak food. It's so good. It's my comfort food. I eat it when it's hot outside. I eat it when it's cold outside. I eat soup whenever the fuck I want. I'm just like, every time that we make soup in my household, I get so I get so hyped. I'm just like, yes, yes, soup for days. I oh my love Lord, soup. Mac. Yeah, There's I, I think everyone it. knows that now. I think everyone is fully aware. Listen, you can't hate me for liking the superior food. I don't hate you. I just think it's funny how much soup comes up on our podcast. <laughs> well, you asked what was what, what I asked. <laughs> I asked what the one you food. Asked. <laughs> <laughs> Mac's sabotaging this. With just soup questions. From now on, it's just all yeah. going to be about soup. I feel like I have a question later on that's literally, what's your comfort food? I'm not going to lie. No oh, boy. Instead of 13 degrees from crazy, it's going to be 13 degrees of soup. 13 degrees of soup. I'm at the soup <laughs> store. Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? God, that's an old fucking video. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Moving on. I'm very curious for your answer on this one. If you could revive fashion trends from one particular decade, which would it be? Fashion trends? Well, so the thing about fashion is a lot of the stuff that we used to do, we kind of have like reincorporated and reincorporated, reincorporated. There we go. Um, Into a lot of like modern fashion. I can tell you like one thing that I really would just hope just dies and never comes back is um low-waisted jeans like low-waisted jeans was literally just made by skinny people for skinny people so and i am not i'm a mid-sized person so they can go fuck themselves (laughs) um i hate low waist i just i hate style what you just hate fashion in general? No, no, I hate the style of low-waisted jeans. Oh, but you were just like, I hate style. I was like, what? No, Mac, have you met me? <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? Um, God. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really like the, like, signature, like, white girl hair from, like, the 90s and 80s, which is, like, the little like curtain bangs it's really fluffy i think that's super cute i'm kind of glad that's coming back yeah i thought about it and then i went i'm gonna regret it so I why didn't. it's just curler i'm gonna straighten know, it later but i'm lazy also i'm like i am trying to grow my hair out and like every time i've done this i always cut it and i'm trying so hard this time not to cut it because i always regret it the moment that i cut it what, wait, why don't it? What, wait, why can't, why can't you do the little 80s style then? I don't know. I just, I really like having like just one length in my hair. Like, mm-hmm. I really like, uh, I used to do crown braids a lot. Yeah. Like, what makes that super easy is just having like the same length hair. So, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just like my hair at one length. Which is weird, but like, that's what I like. I think, hmm, 
I think like Edwardian like hair fashion. Oh, really yes. cool. Like Edwardian late Victorian Victorian. So like uh early early 19th wait 20th century late 19th wait. Hold on. <laughs> early 20th century late 19th century kind of hairstyles um especially like when they're like the party kind of styles i think those were really cool you know what my dream hairstyle is Hmm. i want i'm going to do it someday um when my hair is long enough you know (laughs) you know pride and prejudice the one with um kira knightley Yeah, yeah 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 You know the ball scene where she has her hair up and it has all the pearls in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dream hairstyle. I want to do that to my hair so badly. So badly. And I even have like the little pearls and everything. Just, I love it. I really do. Um, And like going off of that, like the fashion trends that I would want to retrieve honestly not even from like a specific decade would just be like long beautiful dresses yeah see that's the thing though too because a lot of like um older fashion like sorry go ahead i was just gonna say like uh regency edwardian victorian all those kinds of styles just i would love yeah like, the thing about that, though, is, like, a lot of fashion trends, like, technically speaking, like, culturally, yeah, are kind of dead. But there's, like, subcultures of people who, like, enjoy, like, making that type of clothing or even, like, dressing in that type of clothing. Like, just very, very vintage, like, clothing. Um, And even, like, the hairstyles that I was, like, bringing up, like, a lot of people, like, incorporate... um some of the techniques and stuff and some of the shapes that were used um, for those kind of like hairstyles in like wedding um, hairstyles. So it's like, it's not really dead. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Fashion is like always happening and people will always look back at fashion and kind of incorporate that into like more modern times. I love fashion. (laughs) All right, next question. Um, wait, <laughs> I lost where I was. <laughs> um, oh, what did you dream about last night? I I can't remember it specifically, but I just I dreamed about Ireland for some reason. I dreamed that I was going to Ireland. And that was pretty much it, which I know is not like super specific, but yeah, that's that's what I dreamed about, guys. <laughs> about you. Yeah. Um. I. I don't really remember what my dream is or was, but I do know that it was bad and a nightmare because the only thing I really remember from it was that I kept telling myself that I needed to wake up. Like, I stopped and, like, recognized that it was a dream. And then I was like, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is horrible. Just wake up. Like, why aren't you waking up? Um, yeah, it was like that terrifying. for, like, a few, a few minutes. I don't even remember, like, why I was so scared. Like, I, I genuinely can't remember. 
That's terrifying, Mac. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Another hard left going on to the next question. I'm I'm curious about your answer for this. I'm curious about a lot of your answers, but like this one, I don't know. I just I'm I want to hear your answer. Um, if you could have a celeb as your BFF, who would it be? See, I mm, I try really hard. I mean, I like fail for this because like I don't know, it's kind of hard not to. But I try really hard not to like romanticize or like idealize like uh people. Because I know, like, in the end of the day, like, if they ever disappoint me, I'm going to take that super hard. But at the end of the day, they're, like, also just humans. And so, like, people make mistakes. And so I shouldn't put them on this, like, pedestal that they're, like, greater than I am, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it does. So I have, like, a hard time, like, like, I could tell you, like, what I think would be super sick is, like, uh, going to get, like, a shit ton of sushi with The Rock. Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson. I feel like that would be so fucking sick. But, like, would I want him as, like, my BFF? Probably not. Because you, you also, don't, like, don't know, like, what people are actually like. Because a lot of times it's, like, these huge, like, personas that they have. Um. Yep. Like, I feel like Gordon Ramsay is, like, a pretty good example of that. Or even, like, Simon Cowell. Like, both of them are, like, notorious for being just fucking a-holes. Simon, Simon Cowell is really nice. He's super Yeah, he's cool. definitely, like, lost that kind of persona over the years. Um, also, I feel like this is going to raise a lot of questions from you, but I'm not going to answer any right now. He, uh, I've met him before, and he's really cool. So, yeah. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. Why would you say that? And then be what? like, you can't ask any questions. <laughs> questions are illegal. I, no, I didn't say questions are illegal. I just said I'm not going to answer any. Because I, I got to keep you in suspense of how did Jenna meet Simon Cowell? Literally can't stand <laughs> you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Don't laugh. This is misery. Fuck <laughs> you. It's okay. I will tell you eventually. I've got to keep some of my mysteriousness from you. <laughs> also, to everyone listening to this, and to you, Mac, as well, but you kind of already know this, I do this thing a lot where I will drop random hints of pieces of my life and will not explain them. I hate that. I know you do. It's literally the worst thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> You're a monster. I hope you understand that. I was going to say I hope you die, but that, that was like, that's aggressive. And for why? <laughs> Mac, we all know you love me, and we all know we? that you are... <laughs> do we know that? Because that's news to me, dude. Well, anyways. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have, like, very very specific group of people that I would love to hang out with. And I don't know if I'd want them as, like, my best friends, but I definitely would want them as friends. Um, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, and Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy? Pourquoi? 
Okay, have you seen Bridesmaids? I have, indeed. I watched it recently, actually, for the first time. Listen, I love that movie. And I just, I feel like all three of those women are just so funny and so just, like, upbeat. I just feel like it would be so fun to hang out with them. I feel like I would bounce off of their energies. Well, would you want to be friends with them, the actresses, or the characters that they're playing? No, them, the actresses. I just used Bridesmaids as an example Mm. of, like, their comedic timings in movies and stuff. But, like, I would just want to be friends with them. Just because I feel like from, like, the interviews I've watched of them, I just feel like they're all just such a great time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's fair. All right. I feel like Billie Eilish would be sick as hell. I feel like she would, too. I just feel like she would not like me. <laughs> oh, God. The fear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like we would start talking and she would just be like, who is this psycho? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Just from what I know of her and what I've seen of her, she just seems, like, very chill. But also, like, I don't know. She looks like she has a good sense of humor. She does. I'm just like, I'm afraid of her. No, I'm not afraid of her. I'm afraid afraid of my chaos making her not like me. (laughs) I feel like, though, from what I've seen, she looks like the person who is like silent chaos. Like, I don't necessarily feel like that would be like a turnoff or anything. Billy, if you're listening. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Billy Alice, you know. Um, fucking pop sensation. Is she pop? Would you call her music? Not alternative? Indie? Not strictly I, I not fucking indie. I don't know what category. I would say pop just because I feel like that's what everyone kind of classifies it as. I don't I, listen to the radio ever, so I don't really know. Alternative. She's classified as an alternative on... Uh, Apple Music. Oh, okay. Alternative sensation. Yes, Billie Eilish, if you are listening to our podcast, our very uh, brand new podcast. Wow. We, number one, we'd love to have you on the show. (laughs) Number two, you're really cool. We we love you. (laughs) This is gross. I hate everything about this. (laughs) I'm so cursed. But yeah, Billy's totally listening to our brand new podcast, which this is the only only the second episode of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, uh, what book has impacted you the most? This is going to be super nerdy. I hope you all buckle up. Um, so an author that I really like is Sarah J. Mass. And she has like this adult fantasy series called A Court of Thorns and Roses. And the second book, A Court of Mist and Fury, actually like probably has had some of the biggest impact on my life because like there the main character goes through a lot of mental struggles in that book. And um I reread it over the summer when I was kind of struggling. And it was just like it was the first time that I read something and I felt like the character was going through what I was going through. And like, I knew what she was going through and like, 
I don't know. It just, it just, it really helped me because it was like watching the main character heal and like reading about her healing and like her like taking the process and like taking the time to heal in like a healthy way. It just like, it was almost helping me heal. And like, yeah, it's, it's like this fantasy series, but like it, it just, it did a lot for me. It's really lovely. Um, I think probably for me, the most impactful book I've read. Oh fuck! See, I don't. Mm, yeah, I guess this is so lame. This is so fucking compared to yours. Which no, is so it's beautiful. not. Um, probably Percy. <laughs> Percy Jackson series. <laughs> That's not lame. That's like you're. <laughs> It's not lame. You know, I read it in middle school and um, I had just moved to a new school um, where I only knew like one girl there. And for better, I ended up not really being friends with her that year. Um, But yeah, like I didn't really know anyone. She ended up like going off with like uh, the popular girls and whatever. And I was I'm definitely just not a popular person. And so I was like, no. <laughs> and so I had like a really hard time like making new friends and whatever because I didn't really find anyone that I could really click with because everyone had already knew like known each other because I went to like a private school for my seventh grade year. And so everyone kind of already knew each other from either like last year or elementary. Um, but I met this one girl and she was really into Percy Jackson. And so we befriended over Percy Jackson. And we're still friends today. So I, I would probably say <laughs> Percy Percy Jackson series um is probably the most impactful book. Like not because of the content of the book, but because of like external factors, I suppose. That's really cute. I love that. That's not lame. That's really cute. Yeah, okay. Um hang on. Alright. Hey. What movie absolutely scarred you? Wait, scar oh fuck scarred? Yes. Like um See, I've watched a lot of fucked up movies. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you. I see. I watched Midsummer, and I actually adored Midsummer. <gasps> I oh. I adore it though for like all, all the wrong re- reasons, though. Oh my god! I feel like I enjoy it much more uh, because I don't know. Like, I get that the movie, like, actively brainwashes you. And it's uh, secretly really all about, well, not secretly, but it's really all about, like, white supremacy. But we don't have to, like, get into that. Um, but, like... I actually haven't seen that because I've been too scared to watch it. <laughs> oh, see, I I think it's good. I I don't doubt it's good. I just, I'm, like, I'm having to work my way up to that. Mm-hmm. I think... I don't know. Hereditary was also really good, but I want to say it scarred me. I think the one movie that's, like, truly, truly scarred me is, it's called Guinea Pig, 
a flower of flesh and blood. I don't why I watched it. I don't know. I think I was trying to prove something to myself that I'm not like, I don't know, squeamish and whatever. But like, that movie was uh pretty rough. It's like, see, and like I'm a big like special effects person. Like I like. Like when I when I'm in like watching like actually like genuinely really scary movies, I like to throw myself off and like kind of desensitize myself to it by being like, oh, that's a really nice prosthetic that they're using. Yeah. Oh, that's like a super like that's like a super sick body double that they're using. Like that's really cool. Um, so like while I was watching that movie, because it, it is a it's ugh, it's ugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, like, while I was watching that movie, I was, like, looking at some of the prosthetics that they were using, and I was like, oh, that's, like, a shit prosthetic. No offense to this, like, super gory movie. Um, but, like, yeah, that's kind of, like, a shit prosthetic. Oh, God. Oh I haven't seen this movie, but I think it's called the, like, a Siberian film. I have not seen that. I do not ever want to see that movie, but, like, that's a pretty fucked up movie. Wow, my answer feels so lame now. <laughs> I was just going to say the movie Hachi. <laughs> is For anyone who doesn't know, it's a dog movie based on a true story. And that's all I am going to say about it. And it, it was just terrible. And my mom, my mom knows I hate dog movies. And she, she bribed me into watching it. And I remember at the end of the movie, I was sobbing and I had like my blanket just like over my face as I was just hysterically sobbing. And I was just like, I hate you, mom, for making me watch this. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my answer. <laughs> I, I I watch fucked up things. Um, have you ever seen Plague Dogs? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I feel like you would not enjoy that movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who would, to be quite honest. I don't know who would watch that movie and be like, wow, I really liked it. Can't wait to watch it again. Because it's a pretty fucked up film. And just very sad. Um, there's literally no happiness in that film whatsoever. Like, that is that is that movie is depression. If it was a fucking movie, I swear to God. Okay, movie gets... <laughs> Okay, um, okay, so if you were to get some ink, like, you know, a tattoo, uh, what would you choose and why? Hmm, I, okay, so I have, like, this whole thing where because I'm an actor, I can't really get tattoos because they're just, like, they're hard, for, like, if you have them, it's harder to get into the industry and stuff for, like, the roles that I'm looking at trying to get into, um, so, like, if I wasn't an actor, I would really, like, tattoo down my spine. And I don't exactly know what one I would get. I've looked at, like, ones with, like, phases of the moon, which I think would be cool, or, like, flowers and stuff, but I don't know for sure. Like, a realistic tattoo, though, that I would consider getting is um, if I get married, I think, like, it's cute when they have like just a little like tattoo on their ring finger so like in the side of my ring finger i would get like just some symbol that meant something to my husband and i oh sweet um 
I think if I were to get a tattoo, I would, I actually do really want a tattoo. I think I would get, um, like a sun and a little wave on my foot so that I'm walking on water and I'm walking on sunshine. I feel like that's a cute, that's cute. idea. I yeah. love that. I love that. I actually really want a tattoo like behind my ear. I feel like that would hurt like hell. But I think like, I don't know, a cute little tattoo back there would be really cool. Like a little feather, like a little like star. You know, it's like generic. Fuck, maybe a dragon. I don't know. I feel like that's cool oh, as shit. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, And I've thought about, like, this is so nerdy, but I've thought about getting like video game tattoos, like Kingdom Hearts. Like Kingdom Hearts is like a little like heart symbol that's like for the brand or even like a little crown or a keyblade which is, like, the weapon that you use um, in the game, like, somewhere on my arm. Oh, I really want to get this tattoo that I've drawn out. I just need to, like, I don't know, get the money for it and whatever. Um, but I want to get this tattoo of, like, the upper part of a skull, like, without a jaw. <gasps> I um, love this tattoo idea. Yeah, with, like, mushrooms growing on it and, like, a snail, like, crawling through the eye socket. Um, with lyrics from In a Week, I think it's just, like, I'll be home with you. Like, I think those are just the lyrics I would pick. I love that. I yeah. love that tattoo idea so much. I just, I love, like, In a Week is my favorite, um, song ever. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> Hosier song, but also, like, my favorite song of all time. Like, I could, I listen to that shit on repeat, and I, I've never gotten bored of it. Me too. Um, but yeah, I think those are my tattoo ideas. Those are so cool. All right. What is a food combination that you enjoy that others might find weird? Um, I put hot sauce on literally everything. Like I dip my fries in like buffalo sauce or um, whatever hot sauce that we have at the house. That's like mm, peak peak fries. Dipping hot sauce, dipping your fries in hot sauce. I don't feel like that's that weird. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> I don't I don't really have like I don't I guess jalapenos and olives. Like, but that's not like weird. Like I'm like my aunt does that too. Like pickles these and olives like, or pickles and like, like hot peppers. These are not weird, <laughs> my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't really have like I have a friend who they eat um goldfish in milk, but it's like a texture thing. Like they don't like the texture of gold goldfish. Um, but they don't want to put like but they like the taste of it, but they don't like want to put like goldfish with water because they're like, that's fucking weird. So they just do goldfish in milk. And I'm like, that's fair. Weird, that but it's fair. fair. Yeah. Um, okay, now you have well, to say what <laughs> So mine actually has a name. And it is called the Jenna's Famous Burrito. That sounds so and... cursed in so many ways. <laughs> okay, so stick with me, okay? So you take a tortilla. You put mashed potatoes on it. Then you put chicken on it. 
like shredded chicken, and then you put mac and cheese. That literally is all... weird. You were oh. hyping that up so much. I was expecting <laughs> you to be like, I oh, eat like asparagus with, co- I don't know, cottage cheese. I feel like that's not that weird, but like, I don't know. I was expecting like something like really, really out there. I just, well, my parents always are like, that is the weirdest thing. So mashed I'm potatoes, lie. chicken, and mac and mm. cheese. All in a and burrito. Like, and a flour tortilla. Yep. I don't feel like that's weird. I feel like that's literally just like a Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Just <laughs> specifically from El Pollo Loco. You go there and you you wait chicken from there, or you go there and you ask specifically for them to make this burrito for you. Oh no, I don't ask them to make it for me. But that is where I started it. I make it. I just get like the family platter thing or whatever that has like the chicken in this two sides and then the tortillas that come with it and when i was little i just started combining sides and stuff and then ended up with jenna's famous burrito yeah i don't tell them to make that for me well yeah i don't know the way you were warning it i was like that okay that's uh i would i don't know how i'd feel about that but yeah no i (laughs) i just order like all the sides and stuff and then i make it (laughs) I've never actually like that's just where it like originated. Mm-hmm. And now and now I just make it. Now you're just obsessed. Now I just love it. Guys, try it and let me know if you like it. Uh, if you get food poisoning, we're not responsible. Yeah, um, we're not responsible. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, I mean, no, we're not responsible. I'm kidding with the food. I don't know why you would We're get not food responsible. Unless like, <laughs> unless like I don't know. Your chicken's undercooked. Um, this one's so basic. So, like, let's just like speed run this. Um, if you had three wishes, like, what would you wish for? And we're gonna do like basic rules, like no more wishing for more wishes, no wishing for true love, and no Dang wishing, it. no wishing for someone to come back to life, and no wishing for someone to die. Okay. Well, first, I'd wish for 10 million dollars and i would spend that on a nice house for myself and a nice house for my sister and a nice house for my parents and i would also put some of that money away for my niece for her college education and also for just like her life so she can have like something that she goes to to use that money and stuff um and i'd probably like donate the rest of it uh two other wishes oh my god oh i would wish for a personal library um and i would wish for an um an all-inclusive trip to paris i don't know i hate these kinds of questions (laughs) (laughs) okay um okay I think, okay, so I saw this one, this answer on, it was either Twitter, it was Tumblr, but it was basically like, instead of wishing for a million dollars, I wish for me to have, like, the exact amount of money that I would need to, like, purchase something. So, like, anytime I wanted to, like, go and buy something, I would have, like, the exact amount of money, like, in my wallet to go and buy it. So, let's say I'm, like, shopping. 
And then like every time I'm like, oh, wow, I really want this like dress or something or like these pants. And then I would just have like the money in my wallet for it. Which like much smarter. Yeah. See, for me, like, I don't know. I worry about money a lot, especially because like I'm going into the arts, you know, the starving, the starving artist, like whatever. Um, And so like I worry from time to time. I'm like, oh, shit, well, what about money? Like, I feel like that would be like the perfect solution. Two, I would wish for like this is so lame, but like the perfect like gaming setup. Like I would wish for like whatever house or like apartment I might move in, there would just be one extra room for me to turn into like the perfect, like most ideal kind of like gaming room. So like a gaming PC with like the best graphic card, like all that shit. Um, like two to three monitors. Um, and then like you know, PS Five. I don't fucking care about the newest Xbox. I'll be honest with you, but like, and then like an Xbox One, and then like um, as many like controllers that I need, and then like a nice TV to play it on, like a nice like gaming chair, some cool like LEDs set up in my some nice like surround sound but also make it like soundproof like make the room soundproof so i don't have to worry about like bothering the people i feel like that's like mm, that's so peak <laughs> and then what else what else would i ask for i think honestly i'd fucking i'd ask for the ability to like shape shift Oh, that is so cool. Why didn't I ask for that? <laughs> like, to be able to consciously, I have to make, like, you know, like, fucking genies, like, trip your shit up. So I wish to, like, actively be able to consciously make the decision into, like, what I'm changing, like, how I want it to look. Like, I want it to be, like, a conscious, like, decision that I can do, like, at, at a whim. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a way better answer than mine. <laughs> No, man, I've, I've just thought about this shit. Like, it's one day going to happen for me, and I'm just going to be able to be like, yes, <laughs> these are my wishes. I hope you taking. I hope you take me shopping with you, if that ever happens. And I'll like, be like, oh, be like, yes. And be like, Mac, I like this shirt. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, yes, quite, yes, quite, hmm, yes, quite. <laughs> All right. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Best compliment? Yes. Oh, I have it. So this one time I was like in my English class and this girl, we're like talking. She was just, she's such a sweetheart. Um, And we were like talking, whatever. And I was like, I think I like complimented her about something. I was like, I really like your like eyelashes or something. I don't know. And she was like, thank your freckles. And I uh, don't have freckles. <laughs> So I had to like, I had to stop and I was like, freckles? And she was like, yeah. And I like, like, you could like literally see the little like loading screen above my head as I was thinking about what she meant. And I was like, oh my God, you mean my acne scars? (laughs) And she thought they were freckles. And I honestly, that was like the softest thing I've ever heard. And I think about that all the time. That's probably the best compliment I've ever had. Yeah, that was so sweet. What about you? My best compliment is actually from you, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, we were talking like 
a week or so ago, and Mac told me that she could see me being a main character in a book. And if I felt like I just won like an Oscar, like it is stuck with me since then. And I even talked to like some of my like book friends, and I was like, guys, my friends said this to me. And yeah, that's the best compliment I've ever received, Mac. I'm honored. <laughs> it should be. It was wonderful. It made my day, and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, you do. You give up, like, big main character energy. Oh, I think I cut out. I, I said you give big main character energy. I like, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just, I just am me. <laughs> you just you. Um, what is the best present you've ever received? Who gave it to you, Ooh. and why is it so special? So, <laughs> the best present I've ever received is a typewriter from an antique typewriter from the 1920s that actually has been restored and works. Um, my Mom and dad gave it to me for my high school graduation. And, like, you know, I was class of 2020, so it was kind of a really rough time for me. Um, and they gave it to me because they know how much I love to tell stories and how much I love to write. And so my dad spent months after he found this typewriter at, like, this antique shop. And it didn't work, but he spent months tinkering on it in the garage until finally he actually got it to work. And, like, it's this legit 1920s typewriter that I can actually write on and use. And I just, it just means so much because of, like, the symbolism. And, like, just the symbolism of, like, them encouraging me to continue telling my stories and dreaming. That's, that's so nice. That's such a lovely gift. Yeah, it's, it's like, my most, it might be one of my most prized possessions. Just because of how much it means to me. What about you? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> why are all of these, like, either one person is, like, really sincere, and then the other person's like, oh, oh man, I dip. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know. Wait, this is bad. Um, uh, best present I've ever received. Um, well, for this, my birthday, um, my brother got me this clown cardigan, and it's literally my favorite thing in the entire world. I love it so much. It's so cute. I like feeling like a little clown. Honk, honk. <laughs> um, that's just selfish. Um, I also really like, I, <laughs> my mom got me a, a Switch light for college. His, my brother has the Switch, and I didn't want to, like, take it with me to college if he ever wanted to play it. So she was like, I'll just get you a Switch Lite. And I was like, oh, very rad. Wow, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Life. No, no, no. I didn't ask for <laughs> I it. Think... I didn't ask for life. Thank you. <laughs> I think the Switch is a good answer, because, like, I'm, I'm slightly jealous. I don't have a Switch. Uh, they're fun. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a gamer girl. <laughs> play a lot of, what do I play on Switch, honestly? Um, 
Stardew Valley, Hades. I just bought a game. Oh my god, I bought a rhythm game. It's literally Hatsune Miku themed, and it's pretty fun. I spent $27 on it. Should I have? Probably not, but I'm having a good time because it was originally 40 but I have like a little gift card thing. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Don't Starve. Bioshock. The trilogy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a gamer girl. Gamer girl. All right. What part of your childhood are you most nostalgic for? What part of my childhood? Yeah. Was like, was there like a specific part of your childhood that you like think of and you miss? Fucking kindergarten, dude. I had shit so easy. <laughs> shit was so easy in kindergarten. Like, truthfully, like, I, I probably... I feel like I'm most reminiscent about times when I've, like, experienced things for the first time. Like, sitting in a movie theater or, like, or, like re-watching, like, Disney movies when I was younger. and Or just movies in general. And just having that, like kid like wonder Aww, about like so watching it and being like holy shit that's the cool i mean obviously i wouldn't say that as a five-year-old <laughs> like holy shit it's the coolest <laughs> goddamn shit i've ever seen um but just being kind of like mesmerized by things like just just i think yeah just having like childlike wonder for the most part is like what i'm really nostalgic about I my answer kind of goes along the same lines because like there was this very specific part of my childhood where I I don't know how old I was but I was pretty young and um I'm gonna give a wonderful visual to the audience uh imagine me except I have a very short haircut like my hair uh ends at my ears and cute little bangs um and I remember, like, I watched the Chronicles of Narnia, and the character Lucy had the same exact hairstyle as me. And uh, Susan reminded me of my older sister. And, like, I just had this whole period of time where I was, like, fe I felt like I was Lucy. And I, like, every single, like, wardrobe I saw in the store or something, I'd open up, like trying to see if it would lead to Narnia or something. And I just, like, I, I miss, like, that time when I was so curious. And, like, I'm still curious, but, like, so much more open to, like, magic existing and, like, childlike wonder and just seeing the world through this completely different lens. Yeah. Like, just having that, like, being, like, naive and just yeah. being, like, and just, like, full-heartedly believing in things and, like, having like these wild imaginations like i think i'm still pretty imaginative but it's like yeah. being like so unfiltered and just like being able to like just full full-heartedly believe in like magic and shit and it's just like i don't know and not having to deal with like adult issues yeah too yeah like when i was younger you know like you don't have that pressure to be like this amazing grade A student or this like perfect child, like you're five, <laughs> you're yeah. six or five.
Like there's only so much that you can really do. Like you don't have that kind of pressure on you as like when you get older, you're expected, you know, you know, oh, school's your first job. So you need to perform your best in school. And then it's like, I don't know. Um, That's rough. You know, if you look hard enough, there's still wonder everywhere in the world. That was gotta, so gotta cheesy. Look for it. So cheesy. I know. I no, know. It's but sweet. I, I it's. I know. It. I agree. I know. It's. It is sweet. Because it's like you know, in in times like this, when a lot of things are bad, it's important to try to find small bits of magic. Yeah, like it's like the whole thing with um people when you get older and you lose your connection to nature. And then when you start going back out into nature, like you find this like sense of peace. And it's like, I feel like it's kind of going back to that wonder in the world, like going outside and just like, I don't know, going on a little hike or just sitting underneath a tree or just sitting in the sunlight, like on a, on a like warm day. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Those little like moments of peace. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, if you could only listen to one singer or band for the rest of your life, who would you choose? Taylor Swift. Not a big shocker to anyone who knows me, but like you have access to pretty much every genre. Not every genre, but like a lot of different styles of music with her. And I just I love her songwriting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel you know, no explanation needed. I think for me, I would probably do Hosier. Um, oh, yeah. Just because he's probably my favorite artist of all time. And I don't get, like, I listen to his, like, albums all the time. And I'm I'm yet to have been bored of any of them. And, like, usually with certain artists, like, I have one song that I don't really like on the album. But for Hosier, I literally don't have any songs that I dislike. And so they're all like, so beautiful and he's just oh god what the fuck how is he human he's just like some of his lyrics are literally just some of the most beautiful shit that i've ever heard like in work song ah. like heaven and hell were words to me like what that's so simple but like what the fuck that's so lovely it's so complex and then um take me to church like if i'm a pagan of the good time my lover's the sunlight or is it sunlight or sunrise I don't know, but either way, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Why are you making me feel this way? Uh, and I think, like, um, I saw someone on TikTok recently, and they were like, why do you think, you know, Hosier, like, reaches out and speaks to so many, like, women and, like, um, like women-loving women, like, people, like, like, bisexual, like, women or lesbian women? Um, and this girl answered and she was like, uh, I think it's because in most like songs, like love songs about women, um, like written by men, it's the the women are always like secondary characters to the love song. Like they got they just they just are there, you know? But in Hosier yeah. songs, like they're being worshipped, like actively. I was just about to say they're being they're, adored. Yeah, they're like these like almost supernatural kind of beautiful creatures like goddesses and like angels um yeah. and they play like an active role to the song and it's like fuck all right <laughs> pop off i guess 
Um, <laughs> but God, I love Hosier. He just makes some some beautiful music. He does. He really does. What? Okay, this is kind of a selfish question, but I'm just curious if you do have an answer to this. Is there one thing that I do that makes you laugh every time? One thing that you do? Yes. I've, <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> that makes you that makes me laugh every time. Well, like I think laughter is really contagious. So, like I laugh when other other people laugh. But like you in particular, like something that you in particular do. I think every time you get really excited about something and like you're like, oh, this new book, like I'm obsessed. You're like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift. And you're like, yes. Um, I, I don't laugh in it as a form of like mockery, but I laugh because I'm like, damn, you're so happy. But good for you, Chief, you know? Mac, I'm gonna cry. You fucking asked the question. I don't know what you want from me. What do you want? I didn't expect such a wholesome response. What was I supposed to say? Would I bully you? Ha ha ha. Like, what do you want me to say? (laughs) I don't I was just like, I didn't expect something that wholesome, Mac. I'm a wholesome, I'm a wholesome woman. We talked about this earlier. I know. I just like my heart heart um why well, i can think of several things that you do that make me laugh you're like you're just a very funny person like you will have these moments of like someone will say something and you will just like say this small bit of commentary and i just will die laughing because whatever you say is just hilarious i just add my little feedback yeah like it's just it's so funny Thank you. I'm just I'm just a funny gal. You are a funny gal. I'm just a funny gal. Okay. <laughs> um, if you had to live in another time period, what would you choose? Um, this is hard because there are things that I like and things that I hate. Um, no, uh, I'm like I'm in a toss up between Victorian era victorian era and 1920s Mm. it's just hard because like i love both of those eras but like the role women had in society in both of those eras yeah it's just yeah it's not ideal well 1920s was a, a sexual revolution yeah, that's true. That's like flapper true. girls, like those those were literal that's like a literal showing of sexual revolution. Like that fashion during that time was very scandalous considering yeah. ten years ago, you know, your fucking elbows had to be covered or else you were a whore. Um Yeah, that's that's true, but it's just like I do find part of my heart just like wanting the Victorian era. Yeah. I feel like it comes down to terms of like who would you be? Like would you if you were wealthy then yeah fuck yeah like victorian era like would be so nice to live in because you you know you'd be going to these grand parties but if you were poor in the victorian era like that shit's fucking rough yeah um same with the 1920s i'm gonna say i'm gonna say if i'm wealthy in victorian era (laughs) that's valid i think i would really want to live in um just like the harlem renaissance just because i feel like that would be 
the safest time period for me to live in um if i had to live in like the past because yeah. you know i can't live in the victorian era i'm, I'm, a, I'm a black i'm a black gay woman um also, which apparently just... uh queen victoria did not believe that lesbians could exist so there was no punishment for being a lesbian <laughs> like she just straight up didn't think that being a lesbian like could happen she was like no that's not a thing <laughs> I don't even know how to process that. <laughs> um, also, just like the cultural like awakening and the art that came from the Harlem Renaissance in every medium is just stunning. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of black art just came out, and just a lot of beautiful music, and yeah, finally getting like some form of recognition. For, you know the the music and the art that we produce and I just feel like that would be just a very like lovely not love i don't know there was there were definitely its problems with the fucking harlem renaissance don't get it twisted um but i just feel like living in that time period would be very interesting yeah okay what is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you or that you've ever done the craziest thing that's ever happened to me I'm gonna be honest, I have a really bad memory. Um so I, I can't I don't actually I don't think I know. What is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me? <laughs> or that I've done? Don't know. I'm not very I'm not a very spontaneous individual. I don't know. I broke my finger or I sprained it really bad uh in softball on my first day of softball practice. Terrible. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty crazy. I feel like that's unlucky, but like kind of crazy. And it's like yeah, still crooked to this day. Wow. <gasps> yeah. I don't know. I I I genuinely I don't I fucking I don't know. I don't know that I'm not okay. Ah. So the listeners may have thought we have forgotten, but we have not forgotten. I have not forgotten. My promise. Uh, of our little cliffhanger from last week of the story of when I was stuck in London. So, I the craziest thing that ever happened to me was that. And um, basically, what happened was um, I had planned to go on the senior trip with my high school. And um, we were supposed to go to Ireland and Scotland, which are two places I've always dreamed of going. Um, and so we, every, this was like, everything we thought was going to be okay. You know, like we talked about COVID and we'd been cleared and everything was fine. So, um, you know, I was good. I flew from my hometown. We got to the Dallas airport. Everything was fine. And from the Dallas airport, we took off and the, uh, the plan was, that we were going to go from Dallas to London and then London to Dublin. And so as you guys may have figured out, we never made it to Dublin because um, a few hours after we took off from the Dallas airport for London, um, that it was on March 11th. And that is the day that COVID was declared a pandemic and foreign travel was shut down to the United States. And um, everyone 
pretty much knew about it while we did not because you know we're in the air we're flying to london um and so i feel terrible because my my sister my parents they found out and they knew um when it happened and i was i think i was only on like hour six or so of the flight i don't know i wasn't finished with the flight so i had like a few more hours to go um and so they were just waiting for me to land and to figure out what was going on and the there were a lot of like terrible things that happened because like we could tell something was wrong right when we landed because like we couldn't dock and we were stuck on like the plane for a long time like longer than you would be stuck and then we found out that our trip to ireland had been canceled and that their primary goal was getting us home but the problem was like we had boarding passes that expired so we couldn't get into security so we couldn't get or get through security so we couldn't like get to any of like the restaurants or anything in the main part of the airport so we were just kind of stuck and like we didn't have any hotel bookings and a lot i had like i had transferred like enough money so that i had uh some in um euro and some in pound i don't remember if that was the exact currency but like i had enough in each but like some people had didn't have the correct currency but yeah it was just it was crazy so we were kind we were kind of stuck in the airport for like a day and um we didn't really have anywhere to go and finally like late that night they got we found like a hotel booking and then like honestly the rest is kind of a blur from there because it was just mainly uh the hotel room and just constant stress of when am i getting back home and then like the i will never be able to fully explain the relief of what it felt like to land back in the united states but it was insane it was just like oh and what was weird was because we were in uh london we didn't really know what was going on in the u.s so i my parents had booked this trip and they were gonna go to um uh utah i think or like bryce canyon uh just for like a fun little like hiking trip and they said if anything happened on my trip that i could just always come home and uh go with them and i remember like when i finally saw them again and i i was like talking to them when i got back i was like oh so um we're going to bryce canyon right and like they were just like both silent for a moment and then they looked at me and they're like yeah um I think maybe we should just go home and rest. I think there's some things that we might need to explain to you. Because I had no idea, like, about the toilet paper shortage or about, like, how serious the pandemic was. Like, I was completely out of the loop. So, yeah, that's that's the London story. That sounds fucking terrible. It was horrible. And, like, people ask me, like oh what was london like and i tell everyone i'm like i didn't really like london but like you can't really ask me that because that was probably one of the worst parts of my life so like my experience of the city was tainted by the fact that i was stuck there and didn't know when i was getting home yeah that sounds 
absolutely terrible. It was it was scary. It was just like I just like I suppressed like all my emotion because it was like I'd been looking forward to that trip for forever. And so like I just kind of suppressed like all my emotions and I did not cry until I got home. Mm. And just like I felt terrible for my parents too, because like I clearly remember getting off of the plane back home. And just like going out into like the lobby area and seeing them. And they just like they held on to me for like 10 minutes and we were just holding on to each other. And I felt terrible because I, I didn't even think about how scary it must have been for them. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. Huh. So that's the London story. <laughs> um, change of speed. Do you want to <laughs> do the rapid questions? Let's do it. Okay. So basically, it's self-explanatory. We're just going to be like speed reading and speed answering question <laughs> questions. Yep. We're, we're going to try not to go into detail or anything. We're just going to say first thing that pops to our head. So you want to like alternate who says what? Yeah. Or? Do you want me okay. to start? Sure. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So if you had to change your name, what would your new one be? Bryce. Nix. Do you what say is Bryce? Sorry, wait. No, <laughs> no go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Literally, we're not going to evaluate me. What? <laughs> okay, quick explanation. No, um, no, 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 no explanation. No explanation. No, no, no. No, no explanation. Go, go, go. Char- <laughs> uh, what's your biggest fear? Uh, abandonment. Spiders. <laughs> Um, if you could describe me in three words, what would they be? Artistic, sarcastic, hilarious. Uh, energetic, uh, bookworm. Uh, last one. Why am I trying so hard? Um, kind. Oh, do you believe in soul? Oh, wait, Frank, <laughs> whose question is it? Oh, uh, no, it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Oh, it's mine. It is mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in soulmates? Yes. yes. Kind of. Kind of. Platonic soulmates. Uh, Romantic soulmates. Yes. Okay. Platonic soulmates. Uh, what is the thing that you miss the most during quarantine? Uh, uh, hugging people. <laughs> yeah. uh, I miss my friend Kenny. <laughs> Haven't seen him in many moons. <laughs> what is your love language? Physical affection. Physical touch. Okay. <laughs> if money was no object, what would you buy? Um, a, a Victorian mansion with a giant library and beautiful crown molding. Uh, oh, fuck. Wow, you really thought about that. <laughs> um, a, a new gaming PC. <laughs> uh, do you believe in aliens? Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if you could, if you could have a superpower, what would you choose? Uh, um, fire. Uh, shape shifting. Um, who was your very first crush? Mm, probably Princess Jasmine or Aladdin. To be honest. Uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that is you're fucking lying, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't know. I don't... <sighs> okay, that is it for the speed round. <laughs> Uh, all right anything anything else for the episode mac any clarifications <laughs> no i stand by what i said completely <laughs> i do too no explanation um, all right well with that that does it for our second episode guys our second episode. That's crazy. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it because we certainly had a great time. Found out a lot about each other. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 13 degrees from crazy at um, on Twitter at 13 degrees pod and on TikTok at 13 degrees from crazy. Thank you guys for all of your support. And if you are liking the podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends about us with that. See you all soon. Stay crazy, everyone. Bye. <laughs>